0: This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative, episode 180. A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center. Take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative. A sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1991. And we've made it to another milestone series, a fallback to classic family comedies. Improvement premiered on ABC on September 17th, 1991, at 8.30 p.m. Tim Allen stars as, well, Tim, a former salesman and current TV host of Tool Time, a home repair show run by Binford Tools in Detroit. His wife, Jill, Patricia Richardson, puts up with him. They have three kids, all boys, Mark, Taryn Noah-Smith, the youngest, Randy, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the middle child, and Brad, Zachary Ty Bryan, the elder. When Tim has a problem, he likes to discuss it with his neighbor Wilson, Earl Hinman, whose face we never see until the final episode. Tim's co-host and buddy is Al, Richard Carn, and they are assisted on the show by Tool Girl Lisa, Pamela Anderson, and later Heidi, Debbie Dunning. Of Tim's sons, only Randy had a long-term relationship, Lauren, played by Courtney Peldon, Randy's character is written off the show near the end of the run. He and Lauren moved to Costa Rica. Thomas wanted to concentrate in his schooling. Tim Allen was born in Colorado, but after the death of his father in a car accident, the family moved to Michigan. Allen started his career as a stand-up there. Unfortunately... He was arrested for drug trafficking and served the term of two years. He then moved to L.A. and worked the comedy show circuit there along with talk show appearances. Allen created a production company alongside producer Carmen Finestra, which created Home Improvement. He would go on to win a Golden Globe out of five nominations, three people's choice out of five nominations, and an Emmy nom for the role. He jump-started a film career, the Santa Claus franchise, the Toy Story franchise, Galaxy Quest, Wild Hogs. He returned to TV in the 2010s with Last Man Standing, which we will get to eventually. Allen and Carnes reunited last year on a History Channel show called More Power. Patricia Richardson got her start on the stage as an understudy for the role of Gypsy Rose Lee in the 1974 Gypsy. She would return a few years later for Loose Ends, with multiple regional theater shows as well. In the 80s, she was a regular on Failed Shows, Double Trouble, Episode 121, Eisenhower and Lutz, Episode 151, and FM, Episode 159. There was also the film In Country. She almost didn't get the role of Jill on Home Improvement. Frances Fisher was originally cast, but she was deemed too serious in the pilot. Richardson was recommended by Stephen Tobolowski, who was cast at the time in the Carnes role. He dropped out later due to other commitments. Richardson and Tobolowski were classmates in college. She would go on to four Emmy noms and two Golden Globe noms for that role. During the show's run, she starred in Yuli's Gold with an Independent Spirit Award nomination. Richardson followed up Home Improvement with Strong Medicine, The West Wing and multiple TV movies. She's also served on the national board of SAG-AFTRA. Taron Noah Smith is basically known for home improvement. It was his first role, winning two Young Artist Awards. He forced control of his trust fund after accusing his parents of buying a mansion. Smith went on to start a vegan cheese company and restaurant, and now works at SpaceX. Jonathan Taylor Thomas got his start on dramedy The Bradys, playing Greg's son. Home Improvement came soon after, and Thomas became a teen idol. During the show's run, he did voice work, The Adventures of Spot, The Itsy Bitsy Spider, and the voice of the young Simba in The Lion King. Other films, Man of the House, Tom and Huck, The Adventures of Pinocchio, voice work, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Thomas also had a run doing voice work on The Wild Thornberrys. He made a few appearances on Last Man Standing and directed some episodes. Zachary Ty Bryan was doing TV and print advertising when he was cast as the eldest Taylor's son. Ironically, he's a month younger than Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He would go on to The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, and TV's The Guardians of Justice. Bryan was arrested on multiple assault charges in 2020 and served probation. Earl Heineman appeared in films The Parallax View and The Taking of Pelham 123, playing the villain in both cases. He also ran runs on soaps The Doctors and Ryan's Hope with 499 episodes. Other film work The Brinks Job, Taps, Silverado, Three Men and a Baby. Heineman passed in 2003. Richard Karn moved from Seattle to New York City after getting his drama degree and got a job in a Super Bowl commercial in less than a week. This luck didn't last, and it would take a year to get TV guest roles. While in a traffic school session, Karn happened to sit next to an agent who said they needed a temporary character on the pilot of Home Improvement. They wanted Stephen Tobolowski for the role, but he was busy with the film. Karn got a guest star spot and moved into the Al Borland role when the series got underway. Post-home improvement, Karn had regular or recurring roles on CTRL and Pen15 while appearing in several minor films. He also became a game show host, Family Feud, Bingo America, and hosted Assembly Required and More Power with Tim Allen. Pamela Anderson suffered sexual abuse during her childhood in Canada. Her luck changed in 1989 when, at a Canadian football game, she appeared on a Jumbotron wearing a Labatt's Beer t-shirt. This led to spokesmodel work, and within a year was a Playboy cover girl. She's appeared on more Playboy covers than any other model. Guest TV work led to the job on Home Improvement, which she left for another gig, Baywatch she went from $1,500 to $300,000 an episode there. During that run, she starred in Barb Wire, other films, Scary Movie 3, and Superhero Movie. Post-Baywatch, she went on to VIP, Stacked, Package Deal, and Servi. Anderson has spent a lot of time on the reality show circuit, Pam, Girl on the Loose, Dancing with the Stars, with multiple international versions, Celebrity Juice, Pamela's Garden of Eden, She's Been Married Six Times, and then there's that infamous sex tape. Debbie Dunning went on to Wicked Wicked Games and Debbie Dunning's Dude Ranch Roundup, along with a number of guest spots. Courtney Pelton had already appeared on Broadway at age 8 in Meet Me in St. Louis and had a run on Harry and the Hendersons, episode 174, and The Mommies prior to Home Improvement. She won a Young Artist Award for the series. Peldon went on to Boston Public, The Emperor's New School, voice work, and films Little Giants, Tom and Huck, Frozen, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, both doing voice work. It was a long road to get to home improvement. It had been in development for a year, and it was originally called Hammer Time. There were recastings. Patricia Richardson replaced Francis Fisher. Earl Heineman replaced John Bedford Lloyd after the latter found out his face would never be seen and dropped out at the last minute. Richard Karn replaced Stephen Tobolowsky. When it finally came together, the show was an enormous hit for ABC in the top 10 for all of its eight seasons, hitting 4.6 on the Bazinga scale, which was the highest rating since that Pudding Guys show. On Tool Time, the show within a show, Al would demonstrate the correct way to do some type of home improvement, while Tim would use more power and create a disaster. Throughout the series, Alan's character would wear sweatshirts from Michigan-based schools to the point that the school sent them to him, 37 schools in all. ABC offered Alan $50 million and Richardson $25 million to continue into Season 9, but they both declined. The series was also a bonanza in syndication, TBS, WGN, Nick at Night, TV Land, The Hallmark Channel, and currently streams on Hulu. In order to get attention when the show went to syndication, a special episode, Tanks for the Memories, where Tim is involved in a tank race, was produced specifically for the syndicated market and never aired on ABC. There was a tool-time game for the Super NES, and of course there are DVD box sets. There's been talk of a reboot-slash-sequel to the series, but nothing concrete yet. Alan has included Home Improvement Actors in guest spots on his Last Man Standing series, including Tim Taylor, in a split-screen gag. I did watch an episode on Hulu from Season 4. A cold opening, a tool-time episode, shows Tim destroying Al's childhood model. The theme is jazzy and shows Tim making another mess with a video game theme. Jill accidentally got a scratch on her car, and Tim overreacts, of course. He then proceeds to accidentally destroy said car with a crane during a live TV demonstration. Now he's got to hide it from Jill. His kids blackmail him, but she finds out anyway. As always, Tim gets advice from Wilson. This could have been a recycled Father Knows Best script. It's really a throwback. Sibs premiered on ABC on September 17, 1991, at 9.30 p.m. Show about the relationships among three sisters, Nora, the oldest, Marsha Mason, Audie, the neurotic middle child, Margaret Collin, and Lily, the youngest, Jamie Gertz. Nora is married to Howie, a schoolteacher, Alex Rocco, and has ex-boss Warren, Dan Castellaneta, he watched all his clients go with Nora when he fired her, and now he's trying to get Nora to hire him. We covered Margaret Collin on episode 130 for Foley Square, Jamie Gertz on episode 112 for Square Pegs, and Alex Rocco on episode 161 for the famous Teddy Z. Marsha Mason got her start in theater, including Broadway's Cactus Flower and Happy Birthday, Wanda June. She also had a run on the soap Love of Life. Neil Simon saw her in the film Bloom in Love and cast her in Broadway's The Good Doctor. They were married soon after, and she became his muse for a time. She earned Oscar noms for The Goodbye Girl, Chapter 2, and Only When I Laugh, all from Simon. She earned her first Oscar nom for Cinderella Liberty. Other films, The Cheap Detective, Max Dugan Returns, another Simon film, Drop Dead Fred, I Love Trouble... Mason's career went downhill after she divorced Simon, and she got some short-run theater shows with guest spots on TV, on Frasier, The Middle, Grace and Frankie. She's mostly segued into directing theater and teaching drama. Dan Castellaneta realized the talent for impressions as a child and would study comedy albums, Doing the Voices. He studied art direction and became a student teacher for a time while performing on a local radio show. He took improv classes, where he met his wife, winding up at the Second City. An audition for the Tracy Allman show did not go well, but Allman flew to Chicago to watch him perform, which won her over. That series included a set of animated interstitials from Life in Hell cartoonist Matt Groening. Rather than hire additional actors, two members of Allman's cast provided the voices of the parents, Cast and Julie Kavner, episode 72 for Rhoda, a Walter Matthau-esque voice transitioned into Homer Simpson, and 750 episodes of The Simpsons with a movie as of this taping. Castellaneta also does the voices of Grandpa Simpson, Barney Gumble, Krusty the Clown, Groundskeeper Willie, Mayor Quimby, Hans Molman, Sideshow Mel, Itchy, Kodos, Arnie Pye, the Squeaky Voice Teen, and Gil Gunderson. He's won four Emmys out of eight noms for his roles on the series. Cast has also done voice work for TV's Back to the Future cartoon, Bobby's World, The Tick, Turbocharged Thunderbirds, Tasmania, Aladdin, he stepped into the genie role after Robin Williams' death, Eek the Cat, Sesame Street, Cow and Chicken, Meet the Millers, But the Lightyear of Star Command, Lloyd in Space, Rugrats, Hey Arnold, as told by Ginger, Futurama, The Mr. Peabody and Sherman Show, and Family Guy. With live action work on TV's Greek, and films Nothing in Common, The War of the Roses, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, The Client, Forget Paris, Space Jam, My Giant, The Pursuit of Happiness, and Super 8. He's produced multiple albums, one of which was a comedy record based on writings of he and his wife. Sibs was not a hit for ABC, even with Roseanne as a lead-in. It only ran seven episodes before being pulled, with three more aired the next April, 12 episodes never aired. The series almost had a rebirth, a reconceived version of the show called Related by Birth, which jettisoned Mason and Rocco's characters, who had both declined to re-up. A pilot focused on the other two sisters, with no mention that Mason's character ever existed. The pilot was aired as a special in July 1994, and that's as far as it went. Two of Sib's producers were James L. Brooks and Sam Simon, both of whom were showrunners on The Tracy Ullman Show, hence Castellaneta's involvement. I found the first episode on YouTube. Photos of siblings accompanied a stop-motion opening with an R&B theme. Nora's boss is dead, and Warren is unsympathetic about his uncle's passing. Lily's relationship is falling apart. It's more of a dramedy and feels like a play instead of a TV show more of 1991 sitcoms in our next episode announcer bot how can the folks find us online go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed other sf podcasts and blogs subscribe by your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review you can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com like us at facebook.com sfppn follow us on twitter at sfppn check out instagram at sf network call us at 614 321 that's 614 sfp back to you mark well i'm filing this episode in the archive tune in next time